previously on the campaign trail. So, who do you reckon you're going to be voting for then? In uh, which election? The, the leadership election. Oh. Your old pal, Mr. Bernard Fendeck, he's oh. standing. He seems to be I most like people's favourite. Uh, my, my own uh, vote is going to old Donald Ramsey. He's always, you know, he's dwarf, statesman, principled. And uh, you see this character uh, is wearing a black hooded jacket, uh, but on the back of the, the jacket it has the word sneaky emblazoned in black in sequins. Pelicos, you recognise this person. Oh, I see. He's somebody who bullied you as a child back in Dockside. Oh no, I was um, like... <laughs> I raise my hands and I cast okay. a bolt of fire at the tree. Can you do that? I can, actually. I've levelled up with a level of sorcerer. Oh, have you? Ooh! Yes. I mean, ooh. Got a proposition for you. And he uh, pulls out a knife and puts it on the table. I want you to get up close to him, Mr. Fendek. Just a little nick. And we'll see what happens to him, eh? All right, Skorlak, mate. Why don't you just go and cool off, eh? We'll talk more later. And goes, well, I don't know what you expect. I've worked for this party for 30 years and I know what we're about and what you're proposing is just... Well, never mind. And that is why I, Gorlak the Betrayer, will be putting myself forward for the leadership of the oh. Fable Party. Uh, so uh, we will pick up uh, almost exactly where we left off. Uh, how do you all react to Gorlak's re- uh, announcement? Um, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. It's all in the name. <laughs> um, what, I... you think he's going to go like everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what would that, what would, how would we need to define go lacking in this sense? Lacking any gore? Because that sounds like a policy I could get behind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we don't want any goreys down here. Um, <laughs> Actually, uh, I say so... fair, fair play to the old chap. So uh, some journalists or bards or whatever uh, are asking questions of Gorlack. Uh, one person is uh, sort of raising their hand and says, uh, yes, yes, hello, uh, uh, Gazelle Gazette of the Gazelle Gazette. Uh, do you actually have enough support from your fellow Fable MPs to even run? And Gorlack replies, uh, yes, I do, as it happens. Uh, after my meeting with Bernard earlier, I, I went to uh, the heart of the Fable party, the break room. And uh, I spent half my career there uh, making tea and biscuits, and uh, I asked around, reminding everyone of all the times I found secret biscuits for them in their hour of need, and uh, and you got 15 MPs to support you based on biscuits. They were very good biscuits. Uh, <laughs> this is sound policy. Ask, yeah, do any of you want to ask or like any questions? I'd like to ask him. Um, you know, I, I'm very impressed that he's running, but he's only been an MP for like a week. <laughs> um, does he really think he can manage it? Yes, Should well, I, I, I knew that would be uh, one of the major questions, and I, I would say that I have worked for this party for nearly 30 years. I have been embroiled in politics, uh, and I, I have known for a very long time that the way you influence policy is not simply through uh, the ballot box. Uh, I have uh, known the minutiae of uh, getting party policy changed and getting uh, government policy changed when we were in power. And uh, so I feel like I have enough experience going back enough years that, uh, MP or not, uh, I have the, the leadership credentials, as it were. Um Hi, hi, Gorlak. It's it's me, Dereth. Um, yes, person I have definitely never met before. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I forgot my question. Um, how do you feel about the diversity element of your um, of your standing for leader? I don't believe that the um, Fable Party's ever had a goblin leader before. Well, the Parliament has never had a goblin MP before. Uh, and I feel that uh, we are presenting a, an incredibly diverse uh, leadership uh, round. We have uh, a human, we have uh, an elf, we have a halfling, and now we have a goblin as well. And I can assure you that uh, given the opportunity, I will make sure that our cabinet represents uh, the incredible uh, diversity within our society. Uh, everything from uh, goblins like myself to elves, trolls, half-elves. Uh, we want everyone who has the experiences of living real life to uh, be there making policy 
that's where I feel that uh, governments have gone wrong so many times in the past, is that we have relied too heavily on people who are out of touch. And uh, the more we can have people giving advice and making the policy who actually have the experiences on the ground, uh, we will actually make progress. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Pelicos to ask, and what kind of shirt will you be wearing? <laughs> I was going to ask, would you, uh, would, would, would those people in government include <clears throat> uh, the likes of um, entrepreneurs and, uh, how can I put it? Uh, freewheelers, such as myself. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's a very uh, fair question. Uh, like I say, we want a broad uh, church of uh, people to uh, inform policy. And uh, in terms of uh, advisors, uh, we will certainly take on board uh, those who have the uh, sartorial styles and, uh, in, uh, and expertise, such as yourself, uh, uh, definitely on the board, uh, as it were. Excellent. Uh, there are a few more questions from uh, some of the others, and uh, Gorlek is uh, fielding them, and uh, you are mull around a little bit, uh, and uh, after his little press conference is over, uh, there's kind of a, a whirlwind of activity, and uh, Gorlek is kind of dragged uh, away by uh, many advisors, um, uh, but eventually you find yourselves uh, coming towards uh, Gorlek's office. Uh, Gorlak's office is quite a tiny, tiny office. It's kind of basically a cupboard with uh, two desks crammed into it. Uh, Gorlak has to share his office with another MP. Um, and uh, there are even some filing cabinets that have just about been squeezed in here. Uh, and so you're all kind of bunched in like sardines. And uh, Gorlak closes the door behind you and uh, he looks at you with wide eyes and says... Oh God! What have I done? Why did I do that? Oh God! Oh God! I'm not cut out of this. I only just became. What? What am I even doing? What am I doing? I, I just sit got so down. Up and annoyed. Sit down. Oh, if only. Have a biscuit. Ah oh, yes. Uh, take a I breath. Take my own advice. Uh, if only Croc was here, he'd he'd have talked me down. Oh, now what do I do? You're you're trying to eat an elephant. So as my old mum used to say, you eat the elephant one bite at a time. You need a big knife and fork. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to cast the message cantrip and okay. do in my um, best Gorlack impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. I've got this. I'll be I'll be fine. I have this. I have this. I know I have this. Aww, uh, do I need to do a persuasion check on that? Or? Yeah, I'll give you advantage though. Yeah. Lovely. I got 17 both times plus 7. What's 17 plus 7? 24? Uh, 24, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Golak nods along and uh, he seems to be, feel like he has psyched himself up enough and goes, you know, I, I do have uh, a vision seeing Darnoff rise again, seeing inequality stamped out. Uh, I've got I've got some proposals that might stir up some support. Uh, the, the National Healers Guild, the NHG, uh, needs more funding and the money could come from a massive investment from the gold hoarders in the south or could do with improving the sanitation systems i'm sure you are intimately familiar after your adventures in ragnar's rock yes every night in my dreams i see them i feel them yes well we i can also i've got my my, my claim to fame is of course the school in uh, the goblin school in in my constituency i can make education a cornerstone uh, and we can uh, tackle crime the environment keeping the workforce secure from magicalization uh, what, what do you think do you think we've got a got a good chance i think you might be getting a bit carried away i think <laughs> bernard is very popular uh, yes. I think, I don't know what I think. I think you should run a clean and fair campaign. Yes. Uh, which yes, which I, I have no doubt that you will do because, you know, I trust you uh, as a betrayer. I think that you are a good person. <laughs> yes. Um, I think if we were to support you in your campaign, it would have to be on the basis that there would be no smears and no negative campaigning from you. <laughs> I agree, yes. Uh, that, that's always, always been my uh, ambition. Um, to only stick to the truth and the issues and uh, as he says this you hear a kind of and you turn around and see that Alzar is sort of 
has uh, poked her head through the door and is just kind of watching you with a sartorial uh, with a uh, sarcastic smile on her face uh and um she leans in uh, to the room and says sorry for shouting at you earlier moonbeam lots going on so i'll forgive you later i'm trying to hide i'm sure you will it's not difficult <laughs> now i take it you're all supporting gorlak can you uh give me a good reason why he's a sensible chap Mm-hmm. There are lots of sensible people running. Well, his ideals that's and, uh, open to interpretation. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, he's, he seems quite sensible. I like the guy. We've fought for him, literally. <laughs> his ideals are in line with with those of the Fable Party that I believe. Uh, Alzar exactly. nods and says, "So, how are you going to attract support? Do you even know what will poll well with the party?" Biscuits. I, I agree. Actually, yes, that's a fair point. Uh, I believe he's already polling quite well on biscuits alone. Uh, The leadership election is run on the alternative vote system. I suppose you don't know how that works. It's very complicated. Is it where everybody has to vote using lines from songs from alternative music? I wish that it were. They call it instant runoff voting. Basically, people rank their candidates by preference. Then, when all the first choices are counted, whoever gets over 50% of the vote wins. But if nobody gets that, the lowest scoring person is eliminated. And we look at their voters and whoever they put as their second choice. They get their votes and they are all totted up. And we keep doing that until somebody has the majority, the 50% plus one. Basically, it simulates what would happen if that person hadn't run. Rather than running election after election, it's done instantly. Keep eliminating the lowest scorers until we get a winner. So, your first task will be to look at the polling and see if your candidate can even reach the 50% on the first go. And then you're going to have to look at who you can get to support him otherwise. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I suggest you go and have a word with you, Gulf, the poll wizard. She lives on the outskirts of the city in that big old rainbow tower. I love it. I've always wondered what that was, and I thought it was just... Coming, like <laughs> at, You know what's at the end of the rainbow? It's <laughs> I thought it was that. Yeah, it's spelt when, when E-W-E, I... apostrophe G-O-V. She's G-O-B. a sheep, isn't she? Yes. yes. I thought she might. <laughs> uh, Gorlak uh, is kind of uh, shuffling papers around and saying, I'm going to put together a really uh, solid proposal. I'll, I'll have uh, meetings with uh, the important people in the party. Uh, I, I, I'm sure I can get it. We know on my side. That'll be a big pull, I think. Alzar's just kind of nodding, going, yes, 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 of course. Of course, I have to stay neutral in all of this. I can't be seen to favour one candidate over another. And uh, she uh, comes up to the three of you quite close and says, but if you mess this up, I will hound you to the absolute pits of every hell that has ever existed, and then I'll make one of my own, which is even worse, and make you all live there, do you understand? How do you make a hell? I'll find a way. She could. Um, um, I, I, I look I at her with I just can... admiration. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, Gorlak says, Gorlak says, uh, right, uh, go and get that polling data. We can pour over that uh, this afternoon. Uh, I'll have tea and biscuits ready for you. That's all we need. Can we not just <laughs> stay here and have the tea and biscuits and pretend that we found polling data? No, no, we have we have to go and do that. But, but Tilda, <laughs> no. we can go and no, go to ha- a rainbow tower and talk to a sheep. When was the last time you did <laughs> about that? About three weeks ago, I think. Really? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, as you leave uh, Golak's office and you walk uh, through the corridors and onto the quad, uh, you see a tall figure in a black suit leaning against the wall. Uh, he's a tiefling, which is unusual. Tieflings are not uh, particularly uh, numerous, uh, but he is quite a beautiful tiefling. He has neatly parted hair, a thin moustache and a calm, easy smile and uh, he catches your eye and he approaches and uh, gives a low bow and says, You are the dragon slayers of Ragnar's Rock, am I correct? Why, yes sir. You have the advantage on it. Yes, I'm most pleased to meet you. I heard tell that you were coming this way and thought I'd say hello properly introduce myself. I suspect you will need my services. There are a 
unfriendly eyes watching you. And he gives a significant look at you, Pelikos, and says, Mr. Rococo, is it? Well, in some places, yes. That is who certain people are looking for, I'll say that. Nasty business, but you have friends, fear not. I have sources even within the dark walls of the Unicorn Party. I can make myself very useful to you if you ever run into trouble with certain people. And he hands you his uh, business card, for lack of a better term, and says, My name is Peter, son of Mandel, and I'm here to help you. Oh, God, I'm joking against you. Yeah, his card has his magic mirror ID on it, uh, and he, uh, he... gives you all a nod and uh, he starts to walk away his tail flicks charmingly and he bows to another person as he passed and this person kind of uh, looks a little flustered uh, and Peter shoots you a smile and a wink uh, before vanishing behind a wall uh, how do you feel about that? he gave me the willies uh, he, gives he many gave me something else <laughs> he's a big child but I don't yes <laughs> nice moustache he looked like the kind of person who would twirl his moustache while tying fair maidens to some kind of locomotive bed posts uh, I don't think he swings that way uh, does old Peter son of Mandel who is definitely not based on any <laughs> real life people uh, <laughs> so after that uh, slightly um, shaky uh, experience uh, you head through the city, uh, through the winding and bustling streets. Uh, you come to one of the main gates leading out. There are some people handing out Fable Party leaflets uh, that are supporting one candidate or another. Uh, you see some people going door to door. As you head through the gate and wander up the path, you pass some of the outer buildings. Can I take some uh, again, leaflets you see some... just to see how everybody is... Yes, you can. The majority of the leaflets you find are supporting Bernard Fendek. Uh, you even see a small goblin uh, who is sat by a bench and she is looking really worried uh, because she's got some leaflets in her hand uh, but she's not delivering them and uh, as you as one of them kind of flits out of her hand you grab it and of course it's one of bernard's leaflets and you see in big letters fendek for leader will shoot for the moon mobilizing modernizing maximizing it's you know very yeah, it's very swash, very swish, and very uh, modern. Um, uh, but this uh, little goblin looks up at you and says, "Oh, uh, hello. Uh, my name's uh, Schmeg. Uh, I, um, I I am delivering the leaflets. I'm just having a bit of a sit down and uh, a crisis. Uh, you know how it is. <laughs> Would you like us to deliver the leaflets for you? No, no, no. It, well, I don't. I don't know. I." And uh, she looks around and goes, "Tell you the truth, I'm not. I'm not sure about Bernard anymore. After Gorlack City was running, I really like Gorlack, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Should Would I? you like us to take the leaflets and deliver them into the nearest round receptacle? Listen, <laughs> uh, Schmeg. Listen. Follow your heart. I, you're saying I should search my heart. Follow your heart." Well, uh, can you make a persuasion check for me? Right, let's see if I can. That would be a 21. Ooh, excellent, yes. She uh, drops some of the leaflets and goes, You know what? I should. I- I'm an artist, you know. Uh, I- I- <gasps> Lovely. I-, I-, I could... And uh, she she pulls out a, a little um, stick and starts drawing in the the dirt and draws a remarkably accurate picture of Gorlack uh, in the in the dirt and says, "Do you think Gorlack would take me on to design some of his leaflets?" Why not ask him? It's a good idea. Yeah. Just say I need a good. Just say Pelagos sent you. I will. Uh, what, I need a good slogan though. What kind of slogan do you think should be on the leaflets? I mean, I'm just confused why Bernard didn't go vote for Fendek. It'll be Fendek. That is a good slogan. I wish I thought of that. (laughs) How about making the best for the most? Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Making biscuits for the most. No, (laughs) that's even better. Yes, yes. Both go like for free biscuits. <laughs> I Hello? think that's um, that, that's technically bribery. Yeah, that's t- <laughs> you can't bribe the electorate. Uh, well, you can try, but it, it, you will get arrested. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, can you? Yeah, can you make a 
uh, Pelicos, can you make a charisma check for me? 18. 18, cool. Okay. I'm on um, fire! Can one of you roll a d4? I can find I've one. just rolled a 4. Cool, an entire 4. Cool, excellent. An entire 4. An entire 4 on your d4. Mm-hmm. Right, My d4 uh, goes all the way up to 4. Divided by 2, that'll be 2.5. Uh, so, yeah, cool. Uh, I have added uh, to Gorlak's um, uh, first choice bonus, because that is a really good uh, slogan and campaign uh, idea for you there. So uh, I, I really liked that. So I've added a bit to Gorlak's percentages there. Um, Gosh! Uh, so well done. Uh, those uh, leaflets will get uh, made up uh, soon, presumably. Uh, and uh, you leave uh, Schmeg looking very smug. Schmeg looks smug, and uh, she goes uh, running off uh, back into the city, presumably to go and uh, talk to Gorlak uh, and uh, share her design ideas. Don't forget, I send you. <laughs> and she, wa- she, she waves back at you, uh, looking very happy. Um, so you finally reach the uh, outer lands and see the multicolored tower atop the hill just ahead. Uh, it's an es- impressive, if confusing, sight. Uh, there are sparks of varying colours glittering around its cylindrical centre. Uh, smoke of yet more colours issue from smaller uh, little chimneys on mm-hmm. uh, its base. Uh, the peak of the tower is split into these kind of like various different poles that keep literal poles that keep uh, moving up and down in slow movements. And as you uh, approach climbing the steep hill, you eventually come to a flattened summit. Uh, you're a little tight. Actually, make constitution checks for me. Okay, the dice like me again Six. today. That's going to be an 18. Okay, Dareth's fine. <laughs> My god, I'm on fire. 20! <laughs> yeah, Pelicos is striding up. What did you get, Tilda? Six. Okay, Tilda oh, no. is kind of. Uh, ra- I think uh, Ursula is kind of carrying Tilda at this point. <laughs> no. I've got draped across my back. Down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you get up to the top of the hill, and uh, you. It's a nice day, incidentally. Uh, the sun is shining, the birds are singing, the trees are also singing. Um, what uh, are the trees singing? Can I join in? Uh, buddy, you're a hard man. Uh, <laughs> we will rock you for some reason. Um, uh, there's a nice little plot of land surrounding the tower and you see a figure bent over a strawberry plant. Uh, the person is covered in a woolly overcoat despite the warmth of the day. Uh, she has a necklace of horns, a black leather belt and a satchel stuffed with leaves. As I look up, you see their face. It is indeed uh, some sort of uh, sheepish you person. Uh, a goddamn lamb man, if you will, uh, or woman. Uh, she has long floppy ears, uh, woolly hair, a snout, and just seems to be chewing something. And she says Did to you... Did you say that she was wearing a woolly coat? Yes. It's very and... grim. And she's a sheep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she'd wear woolly coats. Okay. Uh, uh, Is she wearing a woolly coat on top of her sheep fleece? Uh, presumably. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's very warm. Uh, she looks up at you and uh, she says... 30% chance of strawberry growth. That's up two points on yesterday. And uh, she starts walking back towards the tower, uh, almost as if she hasn't noticed you. Shall we follow her? Hello. I'm going to take that as a greeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take some of the strawberries. <laughs> Make a sleight of hand check for me. 16. 16? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, you get one. Hey. Uh, it's quite nice. They are quite nice. They are uh, 30% nicer than you imagined they would be. Uh, <laughs> Delicious. Uh, uh, the uh, person, uh, the, the, the you person is um, scribbling something down in some notebooks uh, and uh, stuffing some leaves into her, her mouth occasionally uh, as she heads for the door in the tower. What do you do? Follow her. Okay. Yes. Yep. You, you follow and uh, she heads through some uh, great wooden doors that are painted with many semicircles in diminishing sizes, getting smaller as the closer to the centre. You know the little logo for the show? It's basically that. Um, (laughs) uh, So uh, YouGov opens the door and vanishes into a smoky corridor beyond. Uh, And as you step through to follow, uh, the door slams closed behind you, uh, and you are in complete darkness. Uh, what do you do? Um, oh, you've got dark I'm... vision, haven't you? 
Yeah, I've got dark vision, and I, 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 for the advantage of my less dark sighted friends, I'm going to cast um, Dancing Lights. Yay! That's okay, cool. my favourite. Yeah. So you've got Dancing <laughs> um, Lights. Uh, yes. You are in a greystone corridor. Uh, YouGov is nowhere in sight. Uh, they seem to have vanished. Uh, but uh, as you go th- go along the corridor, it seems to go on for a long time, like way longer than a corridor inside a tower like this should go on. Uh, this is your very classic wizard's tower, bigger on the inside kind of deal, um, which is, you know, kind of old hat at this point in fantasy worlds. I feel like maybe Pelicos in your adventuring days of old. I've probably, seen probably these. Inca- yeah, you've seen I've this seen kind of these thing. Places. I'd like yeah, to see a fine place that's smaller on the inside just for a change. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, my house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, you do reach the end of the corridor, uh, and you see a large glass door. Uh, beyond it, you can see what looks like a kind of laboratory with long wooden benches stretching up and down the room, each surface covered in instruments like bottles, beakers, test tubes, long glass pipes, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, the smoke of various colours. Sharp uh, retorts. And uh, <laughs> there are a series of magic mirrors, each displaying a different city, blinking with different colours. Uh, what do you do? Are we allowed to go in there? Uh, you push on the door and it won't open. Uh, the glass turns white, smiling in smoke for a second. Uh, it forms various different shapes and then it forms a face. And the face says, knock twice to enter. Who's there? My name is Pelikos. I'm uh, with the Fable Party. Pelikos who? Pelikos Rococo. I don't get it. (laughs) Ice is just staring at you. I think I know what's going down here. Shall we try again? Ah. Let's try again. Okay. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't just see banana? Uh, make a charisma check for me. <laughs> um, I am speechless. Fourteen. That is the DC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I think he just kind of... He cracks a smile and goes, All right, that'll do. And uh, the door swings open. I just forgot every single <laughs> knock-knock joke I've ever heard in my life. I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one I could recall. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's going to be fun to edit. Um, <laughs> yeah, have fun. Uh, so you see YouGov bustling up and down her lab. Uh, garments frayed and stained uh, she has put on a pointy hat at this point uh, and uh, she looks up at you and says yes I'm very busy how can I help we've we've come from the fable party um, we were sent by Gorlack the Betrayer to talk to you about polls polls are very exciting mm-hmm. don't you find polls exciting Dareth do you think polls are exciting <laughs> <laughs> I think polls are exciting Mm, well, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. I'm an alchemist by trade, you know. I once had my own brand of potions for all occasions. Mm, could make the best healing concoctions. Could uh, mend broken buildings with a dash of a single vial. I could keep sunlight and moonlight in a bottle. I keep some very special ketchup as well. Yeah, but um, uh, I don't suppose any of you have any food on you. Uh, we've got some very nice biscuits. I've been carrying oh, around for a long okay. time. I don't know how they would go with ketchup. Uh, yeah, she pulls out. A, she takes a biscuit and just like slather it in ketchup, and then eats it. And goes, "Hmm, mm, that's very good, very good." Yes, you know, I once discovered that ketchup is very good for alchemy. Surprisingly good. I discovered you could gauge the moods with certain concoctions, and ketchup is one of them. You walk, you know, when you walk into a room and you get a certain vibe off people. Well, my chemicals kind of, um, the ethereal slimes can translate those vibes into real numbers. Is your ketchup uh, made of ethereal uh, slime? Is it ethereal yes, slime yes, and tomato? It's, 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 uh, and strawberry. Oh, strawberry ketchup. Uh, 
interesting. Yeah, it's my own invention. I don't know what I feel about um, that. I would like to try. I'd like <laughs> to try it, it on the biscuit, please. <laughs> you, Does you it work with brown sauce? It's revolting. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she's kind of bustling around, uh, making random notes in things, uh, and says, mm, I suppose you'll be wanting the um, figures on the leadership thingamajig you're doing. Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. Uh, I'll give you an exchange for... Uh, I don't know. Entertain me. And she sits up on her desk and is just kind of watching you expectantly. Percy, okay. you're up, I think. <laughs> um, I'm wondering, how do you both feel about karaoke? <laughs> <laughs> Pelicost knows how I feel about karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely enthusiastic. <laughs> yes, I have witnessed. I've witnessed, witnessed the power of my appalling come. voice. Yes. Uh, How can I be entertaining? You're a bard. I know. I'm hoping I'm entertaining enough. I don't. I don't have my costume. <laughs> you do have your loot with you, though. Yes. We could do karaoke. Put on the show. Um, this is me stalling. Just put on the show right here. Fine. Okay. Fine. And I swing the loot around me. And I just sort of, I set myself down a little bit. I'm trying to get into a zone. And then I start playing Queen's I Want to Ride My Bicycle. <laughs> Make a performance roll. Bicycle, bicycle. Fuck. <laughs> and that's in that one. Oh, no. Um, Dareth, another one of your strings oh, no. has broken. Please take disadvantage on uh, any uh, spells you cast with your loot going forward. Um, can I get this fixed at some point soon? Or is yes. this just permanent for the rest of the... Uh, you can get it fixed, f- yeah, soonish. Uh, cool. But for now, uh, maybe at the end of uh, this leadership campaign. Lovely. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, that's uh, a big disadvantage. That's fair. Uh, you do have other instruments, I seem to recall, though. Um, I do. I have a... Um, a couple of pipes on me, hmm. um, but I feel like I'm less entertaining. That yeah. that I'm much more with like the mellow background music, your your ambience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any show tunes on them. <laughs> uh, Damn it! I should have done something Hamilton. <laughs> that would have been successful. Uh, Pelicos or Tilda, are you doing anything to try and entertain this uh, sheep? Person? I'm trying to get my my entire conception around the idea of how you entertain the sheep, because in my experience, <laughs> sheep just kind of stand around and chew things and look mournful. Um, yeah, she is very much looking mournful and chewing things. Could I do some kind of trick with Ursula? Could we maybe do a dancing dog act? Ooh, yeah, <gasps> like an animal handling check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she just kind of watches you do this. Uh, Ursula makes a few stumbles, I think, as you're doing this. Uh, but it's, I, I think it surprises Dareth and Pelicos a little. Yeah. <laughs> surprises me. I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> uh, Pelicos, what about you? Um, are any of the tables clear? Uh, one of them's just got papers that you could kind of push out of the way. Right. If you don't mind, uh, you go. I'm just going to move these a little bit. And, uh, <clears throat> right. She nods. Okay, I am going to tumble across the table. Ooh, uh, make an acrobatics check. Yes. 17. Okay, yeah, you you do a really good job. Uh, It's very impressive and you do somersaults as well, somehow, uh, (laughs) in this very cramped space. Uh, And YouGov actually smiles uh, when you see this, when when she sees this. And uh, she claps her hands and goes, Well done. Oh, I like that. That's very good. All right, I'll show you the uh, your poles. And uh, she rummages around in some filing cabinets and pulls out a massive document, which she hands to you. And I will read out what it says right now. Uh, the uh, people are listed in alphabetical order. Uh, May Bucket is on fifteen percent. Uh, this is a. Um, uh, it, it's uh, a poll of all Fable Party members and supporters, uh, which is made up of um, the the very baseline voting. Uh, so that's um, uh, if you've seen my election explanation uh, video, uh, this is 
basically how many votes uh, are given to the Fable Party before I've rolled any of the 20-sided dice. So it's all the local polling and the um, national polling put together uh, without the actual voting. So there are 38,131 uh, Fable Party members and supporters who will be voting in this uh, election. And this is a poll of those people. Uh, May Bucket is on 15%. Bernard Fendick is on 33%. Uh, Donald Ramsey is on 24%. Gorlack the Betrayer uh, is at the end because the <laughs> made him uh, alphabetically uh, at the bottom. Amazing. The Betrayer is on 20% and 8% of people have said uh, no preference and, uh, uh, re- for, and have opted for reballoting. Um, I think that's the term, reballoting? I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, re- reselect candidates or, or whatever the, the option is. Uh, it's known so as current... Ron. 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 Reopen nominations. That's it. That's yeah. Reopen nominations. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's eight uh, percent. She also has a. There are also a couple of other little polling datas here. Uh, Bernard Fe- Bernard Fendex voters are fifty seven percent likely to put Donald Ramsey as their second choice, uh, and then the rest are just kind of splits on fourteen uh, percent each. Uh, Ramsey's voters are likely uh, are tied for who they would put as their second choice between Bernard and Gorlack, both on 42%, uh, with uh, May on 14 and uh, none on 3. Uh, Gorlack's voters are much more likely to put Donald Ramsey as their second choice. And, so interesting. And uh, May Bucket, uh, her voters uh, are ever so slightly more likely to support Gorlack on 48%, Ramsey on 32%. Uh, they really don't seem to like Bernard. Uh, they put him down at 16%. So, um, Gorlack's not doing too badly. Yeah, considering he only uh, announced he was standing like half an hour ago. Yeah, this morning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that is the data. I will send you like uh, written down versions of these. Yeah, please do. Off, and they will be on the Twitter feed as well for those of you listening. Uh, they'll probably be in a thread attached to the posting of this episode. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, nobody is currently polling at 50%, which is what you need to win. Uh, for Golak to win, he would need to get uh, also the support of uh, Maybucket and Ramsey voters to have a chance of beating Bernard. Uh, so, uh, YouGov says, uh, of course... The feeling within the party is uh, only one part of the question. You also have to wonder about how the rest of the country feels, don't you? Uh, give give me one moment. I have uh, something for you, Mr. Tumbler. And uh, she rummages around on her tables. Uh, she uncorks some vials, pours them into bowls. They swirl, eventually become large columns of smoke of varying colours. Uh, she makes some notes and then hands you the results. Uh, when asked if they would vote for the Fable Party under the leadership of each of the contenders a national poll of the whole country said 45% would support Bernard Fendek 23 mm-hmm. Donald Ramsey 16% would support Gorlack and only 5% would support May Bucket uh, so that is something to keep in mind that uh, Bernard has 45% in the national polling, which is more than Fable have had since the days of Tony Bear. Uh, so that is something to keep in mind going forward. Um, so uh, eventually um, you get kind of uh, concerned as uh, YouGov just starts ignoring you again and goes back to their um, messing around with their chemicals uh, and eating disgusting uh, ketchup straight from the bottle. Um and eventually kind of... Excuse me, Mrs. Mrs. Yuga, mm-hmm. would I be able to take a bottle of that ketchup with me? <laughs> oh, um... Mm. Uh, she opens a cupboard and she's got loads and loads, like hundreds of bottles of them and goes, uh, for, a, for a gold piece, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah, I will pay a gold piece for this ketchup. All right, yeah, you you hand over a gold piece and she hands you a bottle of ketchup. Add one bottle of of strawberry ketchup to your inventory and Yay, I will nice. find, find a mechanic for it. I guess. <laughs> Reading uh, the reason. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. Uh, so, uh, eventually you leave the tower and uh, wander a few feet down the path. Can you make a perception check for me? 
All of us? Yes. That is a six. Nope, Derek. Nineteen. Okay. I think I'm still noticing and processing my <laughs> broken string. Yeah. yeah. Four. It's Four. a path. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tilda, you spot somebody is climbing out of a window in the tower and is kind of abseiling down a rope. Uh, and this person sees that you have seen him and uh, drops to the ground and starts dusting himself off. And uh, um, 19, you say you got. Actually, I think, yeah, I think with a 19, you recognise him as Joff, the person who accosted you on the road who was not a fan of Pelicos. What do you hey, do? Pelicos, your mic's up there. What? Uh, that, I have Joff no friends. Who? What? <laughs> <laughs> you turn around and you see Joff and he's about to kind of run away, but he sees Joff! that he's been caught and he goes... Ah, oh, what have we here? The gang of goblin lovers. I expect you think your man can win. Yes. <laughs> well, well, surely better than merely loving myself, which you seem to do. On the contrary, I love this country. You're going to insult this country using putting a making a laughing stock of us, putting a goblin as prime minister. Indeed, <laughs> we may as well sell ourselves to the dark lord right now. You uh, think he's not good, do you? You think he can be Prime Minister? Uh, he stops and looks at you um, with, and you can see he's kind of struggling with his urge to walk away uh, with a sack over his shoulder and his urge to kind of argue with you. And he goes, well... The, What's the in the sack? Personal items? I Do you I, live I here? I don't have to answer to you, sir. I, I have... think you do. Uh, I'm going to run back into the building and tell the sheep that someone's <laughs> trying to burgle her. Uh, <laughs> as you uh, run, um, can you make a dexterity saving throw? Oh dear. Uh, five. No, sorry. No. <laughs> uh, can you go ahead and take... Sorry, that was the wrong dice. Uh... 11 points of piercing damage as uh, Joff takes out a small crossbow and fires it at you Uh, and he lifts it up and uh, looks at uh, you Pelicos and says don't get in my way alright I am really hurt I really don't like this person Uh, I cast a spell okay what do you cast I take a pinch of fine sand from my pocket and I throw it at him and I try to put him asleep. Ooh! Okay, do I have to make a save of some sort? Um, do you know? I'm not sure. Let's. Uh... I imagine it's a constitution save. Or... Roll, roll 5d8 for your total is how many hit points of creatures ah. a spell can affect. Ah, okay, so yeah, do that. It may or may not affect him. This is me trying to add up now. Something yeah. 20... 25. 25? Let me do some quick calculation. Alright. Um, it doesn't send him to sleep. He does stumble slightly and gets woozy and he drops his sack and you see a uh, a glimmering vial of some silvery liquid uh, falls out of it and uh, he quickly tries to sort of uh, gather it up and Can I try and grab it? Uh, make a sleight of hand That's a 21 uh, I'm going to try and contest it with an 8 so no yeah you grasp <laughs> it uh, Do I know what it is? Uh, we can uh, you can investigate it uh, after the scene I guess uh, Cool uh, so he stands up uh, grasping his bag which clinks so you get the idea that he has other bottles in there and he's backing away again and uh, he's trying to to, more? he's trying to reload <clears throat> his crossbow at this point and uh, he says just back off you I'm trying to save this country you know I'm trying to save it from you and your your goblin friend and your filthy Burned. And you're trying to kill my friends, and I can't have that. Well, I apologise. I'll go now, shall I? And uh, he starts walking away again. Uh, Derek, can, I... can you make an arcana yes. check? Arcana. Yes, I could. That's going to be an 18. 
Okay, yeah, you uh, surmise, uh, and after a bit of the uh, shaking of the bottle and uh, looking at it, uh, listening to it, listening to it, licking it, uh, licking it, uh, you realise that there is a label on it. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, that it describes it as uh, a moonlight vial. So this is a vial of oh. pure moonlight. Moonlight, I moonbeam. It's fate. <laughs> what uh, does it do? I'm very uh, sweary today. I'm very what does sorry. it do? It, uh, if exposed to the air, it will produce a bright flash of moonlight. Amazing. A very intense flash of moonlight. Is it like a, a moonlight shadow? <laughs> Don't get carried away. <laughs> uh, um, amazing. <laughs> Daris the one supposed to be making these references. <laughs> um. You uh, make your way back into the city with all of your uh, can I, data. Can I just yep. can I do a healing, a cure wounds on myself, please? Oh yes, I'm, of course. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm down to like five hit points. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. Can you all take a short rest as well? I suppose. Yeah, we can do that. I don't think I've used anything that I can. Do I, ha- I have rolled a seventeen. Let me know when you've uh, healed up and everything. I feel better now. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, okay, so after your short rest, you uh, return to the city, and uh, as you're kind of passing through West's End, uh, there is a huge crowd of people there. Uh, uh, you're drawn in by the flow, and it's not long before you find yourselves in the flashy, showy streets of the stars. Uh, there are lights, there are billboards, there are minstrels on the streets singing about the latest show tunes. Uh, there are massive billboards that show advertisements for the latest plays about the great heroes. There's Rodri the rider who perfected the art of forgetting. There's Cassia the storyteller <laughs> who told the story of the air to the north. There's Rob Sardan and the sea stone sword. There's Jamie Childs and the fall of thatch. Uh, but then you see a smaller bill. Sorry, I had to put advertising in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our, this is our just equivalent. Just a self-insert. Of, this is our equivalent of product placement. I like the idea um, of making musicals like... of all our books. Yeah. <laughs> does this mean that there's like fantasy versions of you all just like writing yes, away? Presumably, <laughs> somewhere in this world. I love it. We're obviously uh, doing a lot see... better in this world than we are in the real world. <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait for the musical. That wait, means... wait, 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 wait. Does that mean I'm a character in Air to the North? Uh, maybe you were named after the character in Air to the North, maybe. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I can process this. <laughs> it's a very... You know, I think we may have created a... Uh, a paradox. <laughs> a sort of paradox. Uh, some sort of, uh, yeah, yeah, interdimensional paradox. Here. You, were, not, you uh, were named speak- after a character in a famous West End musical. I was named after a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, you just quackers. Ah, uh, well done. Um, you see a smaller billboard that has the image of a stern-looking dwarf, arms crossed, eyes ablaze, and the name Donald Ramsey plastered alongside it. It says Ramsey for fable, for people, for good. Uh, he seems to be holding like a rally at uh, the Leicester Square Theatre. Uh, it's a large box-shaped theatre outside of which you can see there's this long line of people all wearing sort of fable rosettes and cloaks and things. Um, as you uh, get closer to the building, you can hear, like, th- there's a commotion within. You hear sort of, ooh, and ahs of a, of a crowd that is reacting to something. Uh, what do you do? Shall we go in and have a nose? I'll join him. Go on. Okay, uh, as you are sort of uh, joining this uh, queue of people, can you make a perception check for me? I can. I can do a seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nineteen. Excellent. Seven. Okay, Tilda, you you can just see people's bottoms well, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. Although, like a lot oh, of them, are, I think a lot of these are dwarves. So they should be able to see, see the backs, backs of their heads yeah. at least if they're dwarves. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah a lot of these people uh, you overhear people talking about how excited they are to see a a strong and brave leader again and uh, bringing the party back to its roots Uh, but with your uh, 19 Pelikos and your was it 17 you got Dareth yes Uh, you see some people wearing black who are moving something behind the building uh, carrying sacks and they duck out of view what do you do follow them follow them make Let's have a sneak. Make some <laughs> stealth checks. Yes. Uh, ha, 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 ha. 
that's six. Okay. Sixteen. <laughs> You're good. Nineteen. Okay, Pelicos and uh, Tilda, you sneak away uh, uh, towards the back, and uh, but uh, Dereth, uh, I think you're still mourning uh, your ever increasingly broken loot, and uh, you clang it against something, and uh, all these people look up at you, uh, and then uh, one of the people turns towards you, and you see that their black shirts have the word staff written across them, uh, and uh, one of the the uh, people. Uh, comes up to you and she is quite a large woman with massive muscles and uh, she kind of blocks your way and says staff only beyond this point friends well we're with a fable party oh are we're, you we're we advisors are, we have a staff oh uh, and who might you be I am Pelicles you may have heard of me I'm Dareth Moonbeam bard extraordinaire to be Tilda mm-hmm. Northwander at Dragon Slayer. Oh, that was you! <laughs> yes. Oh, you must be here to work for Mr. Ramsey. Well, I'll, I'll come come right this way, come right this way. And uh, she uh, leads you into the building. Uh, the corridors are long and square. Uh, you see a lot of side rooms, some open, some are closed. Uh, one of the open rooms you see is full of costumes and hats and things. Another has stage equipment and there's like dressing rooms, the usual stuff. Uh, behind one door, uh, you hear a weird noise. Can you make a perception I'm check? I'm surprised Pelicos hasn't dived in there to look at the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm restraining myself. I have a cape. What are we doing? Perception. <laughs> perception. Twenty-one. Yeah, I've got an eight. I've got a nineteen Ooh. for you. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you all hear it's this sort cape. of snuffling and growling sound behind one of the doors. It's quite a large reinforced door, but you can hear something going. <laughs> and snorting which I can't do um, you know usual theatre stuff um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, like to open that door or at least peek through it uh, yeah it's quite a heavy door uh, as you peek through you see a room where the floor is covered in sawdust uh, uh, it's slightly dim but you do with your dark vision though uh, you make out that there is a large creature that is chained to the wall uh, you recognise it Actually, you recognise it as the giant boar that you met okay. uh, in the White House Country Club. Uh, although it's it's looking rather forlorn and uh, unhappy. Oh. I want to try and release it, cheer it up. <laughs> What's it doing here? Re- yeah. uh, the security lady looks at you and goes, "It's uh, it's for a play that they're doing, I think, or." or I don't know. It it, uh, it turned up here a few weeks ago, and uh, uh, somebody said that it had decided that it had heard some music and seen some lights, and uh, decided it wanted to be in um, in the theatre now. Uh, so it came in here, and we try and keep it fed, uh, but sometimes it gets out, uh, and uh, we have to try and subdue it. But uh, it's uh, it's fine. It's really it's fine. He's he's really good in uh, Love Amongst the Dragons, which is a good play. Uh, although, oh yes, by William oh, um, so Taxbarley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We feed him in uh, in groats and oh, sorry, not groats. <laughs> oats, uh, <laughs> oats that cost two groats. Um, yeah, he seems to be. Well, he's not happy at the moment because uh, there's a big crowd out there for someone else. I think is the main thing. Helicos, can I talk to you behind, bit, bit... by hand a second? <laughs> yes. yes. Do you think? that it might harm Ramsey's campaign if we were to accidentally release a wild boar in the middle of his rally. <laughs> I could not possibly. I'm just going to put that suggestion in your head. So all I'm saying. Uh, the security person... Fair secu- The security person like, puts a finger to her ear and goes, okay, and you see she's got some sort of magical device there. And she goes, oh, oh, okay, right, I'll be right there. Uh, yeah, if you just uh, head up those stairs and to the left, uh, you'll find yourself uh, in the auditorium. I've, I've got to go and deal with the situation. And uh, she goes uh, hurrying off. Uh, what do you do? You release the wild boar into his election rally <laughs> just to see what happens. Uh, you go into the room. Uh, the boar gets up and sort of growls at is you. Is it a talking uh, ball or is it like just a... It's a growling right, But it's, it's, it's not like, uh, like Fluff, Lady Fluffington. No, no it's not. Uh, it uh, growls at you uh, and you see actually up close it is wearing a ruff. Because um, <laughs> of course oh. it is. Uh, and it Hello, remember us. Can you make uh, animal handling checks with advantage? 
All of us? Yes. Um, can I also try and see if, how it reacts to the dancing lights? Yeah. Um, assume... I'm also just in that 20, so... Oh, excellent. Are you using your mm. flute, I assume? Your panpipes? Um, it's a cantrip, so I don't need to... Oh, God. Okay. I, think I, just... uh, I got right. a nat one. Okay. I may actually use my panpipe just to, like, to try and uh, combine the two to play a soothing tune um, mm. that I think Boars would like. Um... Okay, and you got yes, a natural oh, one, did. did you? And then I got... I, did yes, you roll twice? I did, and I got a one both times. <laughs> oh God! Uh, I think um, as the dancing lights are kind of going, uh, the boar starts actually dancing along to them and uh, whacks its head against you, uh, and you get thrown uh, against the side of the wall. Uh, actually, let me just uh, fifteen versus AC. I see it's fourteen. Uh, okay, so that hits, I'm afraid. Uh, you get hit for... Be very lucky, I rolled two ones. Uh, so you take two it's points catching. of bludgeoning it's damage. It's catching, it's <laughs> catching! Uh, you take two points of bludgeoning damage and uh, are knocked back a little bit a little as it uh, th- dances around. Uh, it, okay, it, it's it's uh, looking kind of happy. Uh, Pelicos, you come close to the chains and you see it's got a big lock on it. Uh, and with your kind of uh, roguish skills, you can make. Uh, oh, let me see if I can. Uh, I think you roll plus dex plus proficiency. I think is how we do this. Um, plus dex plus proficiency. Okay. If I'm wrong about this, someone will correct me. But okay. Well, even with p- just plus dex, it's an eighteen. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you managed to unlock it, and uh, the, the um, board doesn't seem to have noticed that it's free, but it is kind of like dancing a lot more freely, I guess. It's very happily uh, dancing along. I didn't know boars could sing. This is incredible. <laughs> it seems very jolly. Uh, it seems to be having a great time, uh, and you, I assume, kind of back out, leaving the door uh open uh just to I'd actually nature... like to send send the lights towards the crowd just to just to Ooh, give them the nudge towards okay. your auditorium yeah uh, yeah this could get very dangerous uh, oh dear so this, this you... could be very dangerous <laughs> you head out into the auditorium the mark christogrammy would love this wouldn't she she would uh we'll have to the... send her a letter uh it's kind of a theater in the round but more of a square shape so if you know what I mean, so there's like a central oh, stage the and, and the, yes. there's kind of audience all around in a square. It's uh, like the other place. Yes. Yes. Uh, the stage, which is kind of like this lowered pit almost, uh, and there are people cheering and yelling, and you see somebody in the middle of the stage. It is a burly dwarf, shirtless, bearded, muscular. His grey hairs shine under the lights as he flexes, and the crowds cheer. They go, Ramsey, Ramsey, Ramsey. And uh, uh, he's uh, waving his hands at, at the crowd uh, and saying, and what will we do to our Fendek? And uh, everyone else around the auditorium starts yes. flexing as well. Uh, uh, and uh, he says, And now I shall give my great speech that you've all been waiting for. And there's a kind of another cheer. Uh, and then you hear uh, you hear a, a rumble and a the ground starts to shake. And as your dancing lights kind of uh, glitter over the crowd and then uh, vanish... Uh, there's a momentary pause uh, as somebody screams and then another person and then people start diving out of the way as a charging boar comes rushing through the crowd and uh, people panic and run out and uh, Ramsey holds up a hand uh, and uh, roars uh, back at the boar which sees him and then starts rushing at This is awfully testosterone isn't it? I'm (laughs) done I'm, I'm, I'm ducking. I'm, uh, I'm just not watching. I'm like, <laughs> I uh, don't Ramsey, want to be seen. Ramsey is going to have a strength contest with the boar as it thunders at him, and he tries to catch it in it with its tusk and grapple it. Uh, so he rolls. And just, okay, so Ramsey rolled a twenty-three, <laughs> and the boar rolled a nine. So uh, Ramsey like throws this boar over his shoulder. Uh, and the crowd goes wild. Uh, oh and Ramsey oh. says, And that, friends, is what we'll do to the deficit. Uh, <laughs> uh, the boar recovers and comes charging back around. And uh, 
Lamps is going to have another sense? contest. That's 14 versus 15. Oh, so this time the, ba- the ball knocks him to the ground. Uh, but he uh, he recovers and uh, laughs it off and says, "Is that the best you can do?" Fendek wouldn't wouldn't do I'm half as much as that. Sending out messages on my magic mirror to Bookface and the other things <laughs> uh, to say that Ramsey is exploiting animals um, for political gain. <laughs> what what a cruel man he is! <laughs> uh, make a hmm. Persuasion? Yeah, just a general persuasion. Thirteen. Thirteen? Mm. No. Okay, no, roll a d4 for d4. me. Yeah. Oh, four. Four, okay. Uh, so I will take uh, two and a half points off uh, Ramsey's. Um, ooh, that's interesting. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, Ramsey t- is going to take a bit of a uh, hit in the polls, uh, thanks to your messaging there. Uh, eventually, um, the security come around and manage to all calm the ball down and say, "Look, you've got. Come on, calm, calm down, calm down. Yeah, you're playing the prince on Tuesday, remember?" And the ball kind of goes, <laughs> and nods and is uh, sheepishly led away. Uh, while um, sure, he's boorishly led away. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, he's boorishly led away. <laughs> uh, and uh, Ramsey um, again kind of plays to the crowd, uh, and uh, he says, um, uh, as he's doing this. Uh, there are sort of some Ramsey supporters around you who are kind of clapping and uh, cheering. Uh, eventually, he says, uh, Ramsey turns to to the crowd and says, "Now, oh, everybody, this party needs to remember its roots. This party needs to go back to its roots. We were born in the mines of this country, and we rose up and fought for our rights." The Fable Party represents all of the progress that has been made as a result of folks standing up and fighting together. Cooperation, solidarity, victory. And there's a sort of round of cheering and applause. We are tough. We are durable. We will stand up to the bullies. Vote for me, friends. It's time we got back to doing what we're good at. A chance to serve. That is all we ask. Uh, there are whoops and cheers from the crowd as Ramsey waves, uh, stroking his beard, and then his eyes fall upon you three uh, as people have kind of moved uh, uh, around and you've kind of stayed in place. There's kind of a gap opened up around you, and he says, "There we have it, the Dragon Slayers of Ragnar's Rock, if I'm not mistaken. Come down here, you lot! A big cheer for the heroes, everybody!" And uh, people kind of Uh-oh. move out the way, making a pathway for you to the stage. What do you do? Goodness, is up the time. <laughs> I think we, we honestly have we have dragons to slay and biscuits to eat and, and very, very busy, you know. Oh, come on! Tell us about Gorlak the Betrayer. You worked for him once, didn't you? And there's a kind of... Uh, people nodding and uh, they're not kind of uh, ready to say anything bad about Gorlak yet. And what um, about Bernard Fendek? And then there are boos from the audience. Come on, where do your allegiances lie then? I would like to confidently stride up to the stage and pledge my allegiance to Gorlak the Betrayer. Ooh, uh, the crowd kind of uh, is a little bit shocked and uh, Ramsey kind of like holds a hand up to say, no, 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 he goes, oh, I, can, I can understand. Most folk... Here I've been in the party for a while. I've known Gorlak a long time. Nice little goblin, lovely manners, knows his stuff. Always has the good biscuits, but uh, is he really leadership material? What about you? You're, you're the ones helping him. What sort of policies has, he, has this goblin got? I think you'll find that Gorlak embodies the values of, of old fable, which you yourself embody. He is, quite literally, for the little people. Uh, and that's important. Yes. Uh, can yes. You, you two make some persuasion checks. Mm-hmm. Which two? Uh, Tilda and Pelikos. Lovely. 15. 11. 11. Uh, can one of you roll a d6? Shall I? Because I've got my eye on it. Um, I find d6. Oh, six. Six. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, so Gorlak's popularity with Ramsey's voters is going to go up by three. Yay! Eight. Ooh. That's really good. And uh, Bernard's is going to go down 
by 3 as well. Sorry, I'm doing maths. There we go. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm not going to tell you uh, what they're on now, though. Uh, this is going to have to, you're going to have to go into the election blind, I'm afraid. Uh, but you are, you're doing, you're making progress. Um, so, uh, uh, Ramsey is looking a little worried that you're swaying people a little bit. And uh, Ramsey says, I think you'll find that I am pushing for a return to the founding principles, joining together to fight against the common enemy, whether it be unicorns, whether it be dragons, dark lords, whatever it is. Uh, we'll be in it together. And, uh, and, yes. Uh, Why don't you? Listen, Why don't you be in it together? How about, how about this? All right. And he uh, pulls out a table and puts it in front of you and says, and puts his arm down uh, and says, Go on then. One of you beat me in a arm wrestling. And then uh, we'll see how, just how tough Gorlax folk are. I think this is, you know, Gorlax does not need to resort to macho portrayals of, of masculinity, which in some cases can be literally toxic. Um, he stands for everyone, whether they be big, beefy, boar wrestling heroes such as yourself, sir, or, or the smaller, weaker, oppressed members of society who maybe could not best you in an arm wrestle, but could possibly best you intellectually. Uh, make a persuasion roll. Oh, 20. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, he, um, he looks a little ashamed for a minute and he says... Alright, I'll admit it, Mr. Gorlack's got some good folk. I'll give him that. I'll, I'll uh, put in a good word for him with my folk. Um, if, uh... I say, uh, Mr. Ramsey, yes? it'd be a shame to put his table to waste. Why don't we pull up a couple of chairs and a couple of glasses and have a drink? Got I like that. You're, yes. you're a good man, sir. And uh, he go. reaches out Probably a hand to the table. He reaches out a hand to shake your hand. Make a constitution saving throw for me. <laughs> oh, no. I figured it would be something like this. Constitution. Okay. Seven. Yeah, he's, like, crushing your hand. <laughs> yes. Uh, but he's grinning the all the while. And then he, like, yeah. turns to the crowd and waves and sort of encourages the rest of you to wave. Uh, and I think that will be our uh, point on which to have a to-be-continued until uh, next week. campaign trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music was by Alexander Nakarada. Full details on where you can find their music is in the episode description. You can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, soundcloud.com forward slash joelcorner, that's J-O-E-L-C-O-R-N-A-H, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, things are getting a little bit hairy, both figuratively and literally, as the leadership contest approaches its climax. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.